And welcome to Saturdays with the Sloth with the Hyper Sloth Gods of Rock Zigzag and Rufus, the only guys in the universe smarter than me. Put your listening ears on because this experimental sloth cast is about to blow your feeble fucking minds. Welcome to Saturdays with the Sloth, this is the Double D, here on uh, February 1st, 2020. That's, uh, Damn. What's his name over there? That's Rufus. It really is February 1st, isn't it? Yeah, I know. Where'd January go? Where'd, where'd the 2010s go? That was a quick one. It was. It's alarming. <laughs> yeah, they're getting they're getting go at a pretty good clip right now. The yeah, it's faster and faster every year. It's crazy because I remember when I was a kid, it used to seem like summer lasted like a fucking forever. You know, yeah. three months and oh my God, you'd like get bored. Now, I, like, mow the yard five times and summer's over. Dude, I would love to be bored. I wonder what that's like. Good old days when you didn't have to worry about paying the electric bill or the cable bill or putting on a fucking show for the masses. When you had time to think, man, I have nothing to do today. What should I do? Not, fuck, I gotta do all this crap. Right, yeah. And then the day you still had time at the end of the left of the day, or left at the end of the day to, like, do stuff and... You didn't have much to do. Yeah. I think it's a trick, dude. I think that the days actually are getting shorter, and just kids don't know it now. You kids are dumb. Just a tip. Like, really, it's a 10-hour day, but they've broken it up to make it like it's 24 hours. Because, I mean, really, in time is relative, right? We could make time whatever the fuck we want. It doesn't really matter. That's true. Man, I I wish I could. That's, like, one of my go-to fantasies when I'm – trying to fall asleep at night is like, what if I could like stop time? <laughs> but I could still like move around. And you start smoking meth because you get twice as much stuff done in like half amount of time. That is some pretty good advice. That's solid. You, should be, you know what? You should go out. I saw some people getting busted on uh, live PD tonight mm-hmm. with the past pipe. They really looked like they were getting shit done, dude. There was no doubt. I mean, there was like 
50 cars that were taken apart in the driveway, a couple of stereos that had been dismantled, uh, VCR, and the guy had sex with his mom. So it was a fucking full, full meth night, no doubt. Those are doers. Those are doers. Doers of meth. Yes, doers of meth. <laughs> Not sure that's a good thing. But, yeah, they're, like a, a day probably does seem pretty long for a meth head. I bet it does. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm well, sure. I mean, just go, like, two weeks without fucking sleep. So there, like, for a meth head, a day is, like, 162 hours or something. <laughs> it's, like, one day. Wow, so much time. Oh, and they probably do get bored. No wonder they take away uh, parked cars and VCRs and stuff and just throw them on the scrap heap. Just need something to do. I did. I watched this intervention once with this guy that was on meth, right? And that's what he was saying he would do. He would just, like... Look at a VCR and be like, I wonder how that works, and take it apart, not really having any idea, like, what was happening on the inside of the VCR, other than it had, like, some motors, and so it wasn't like he took it apart, it was, like, looking at the individual pieces and be like, well, there's the tape head, how does that work? Oh, it reads the magnetic strip, you know what I mean? He's, like, taking it apart and be like, yeah, it's a part, <laughs> shit, broken piece of shit. So it was not an educational endeavor at all, it was just, he would very fidgety. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I guess it's either that or pick at your face. So, taking <laughs> fucking VCRs is probably the better of the two. Well, I don't know. You could pick at your face pretty good with one of those plastic gears out of a VCR. That's true. You could. Or why not just go right to the screwdriver? Just start using the screwdriver to cut out the middleman. One guy popped his eyeball out to see how it worked. Wow. He did that. He did not, but I'm sure it's happened. I mean, I'm sure it's been in the funny papers. Like, all papers now are funny papers. I don't even have to say the funny papers anymore. Yeah, that's true. It's uh, Everything's the onion. <laughs> I wish. I wish things were as clever as the onion. Real life is not that clever, unfortunately. It just is fucking shitty. So tell us, dude. I want to know what it's like to give a deposition. It sucks a whole lot of ass for about seven hours straight. No, it's just infuriating and... Just between me and you, dude. Come close real quick. Yes. Did you tell the truth? Uh, not once. <laughs> Good. Good man. Good man. Fuck the man, dude. Don't fall for that bullshit. You start telling the truth, next thing you know, you'll be locked up. Well, the truth, kind of like time, is relative. Maybe I did tell the truth, according oh, to me. You know what? You told, like, Trump would say, your version of the truth or I alternative told, facts. I told a truth. You, a truth to someone. Right. The truth to a roof is in another dimension. Dude, I, I just I seriously don't recommend a deposition at all, especially if the lawyer deposing you is a a, a smug, weaselly piece of shit. Because that will get under your skin. That's well that's their job, right? To fucking fluster you. Yes. And it's okay in the first twenty minutes, thirty minutes, first hour, it's tolerable. You're you're just like oh, this piece of shit. <laughs> I can okay. I can fucking dodge these questions. Seven hours later, you just you, you just want to it's leap like across a, the fucking table and rip his jaw off or something. Like give false confessions. That's exactly what I thought because, like that night, when I got done with that, dude, I was so mentally exhausted. Right. When I went into it, I thought, I can't wait till this is done. I'm gonna hit a bar and fucking get wasted. Right. Well, by the time I was done, I drugged my ass back to the hotel, kicked off my shoes, and got in bed. Just watched TV. I was so obliterated. Position. Hope you didn't cost your company fucking eighty trillion dollars. Something you said. That shit. Whatever. Take it out of my check. Um, <laughs> but uh, 
But of course, I'm flipping around the channels, and all I can find after seven hours of deposition are like legal shows. <laughs> Have people giving the, their depositions? The first 48, that kind of shit. But I did see there was like there was a forensic files, and they were talking about how this guy was being interrogated for 21 hours. And after being in a seven-hour deposition, seven I can see hours. how somebody'd be like, "Yeah, I fucking killed him. Get right. me the fuck out of this give, room. Give me a fucking ham sandwich for Christ's sake." Right. I mean, even if you're innocent, after 21 hours of that shit. Dude, you know what they need? Prison is better. The deposition channels, where people use watch people give depositions all day. It might be actually interesting at some point, for a very very small amount of time. I think viewer suicide rates would go up. Then we would have another channel called the Just a Confession channel, where you don't have to sit through all the lies and everything. You already know what happened. And we'll have the false confession channel. Will be a show. On the confession channel. We'll make it all exciting, though, like Girls Gone Wild. Confession's gone wild. <laughs> exactly. Wait till you see what he says next. And then, like, <laughs> a four minutes for the fucking commercials, and then it just breaks to a guy. And, like, every question, you breaks to a commercial before the answer. <laughs> right. I like it. I like the odds of the deposition channel and the spinoff confession channel. I like those. I like the odds of those succeeding. Yes. Oh, uh, let me tell you how my deposition started off. Yes, let's do tell. Tell, Rufus. Hey. So I was, I was, uh, I was a little nervous, but I was wanting to give my my best number. I was, my plan was to go in there like Yosemite Sam and kick open the fucking door and, and walk right. out. Fucking badass motherfucker from the southwest. <laughs> so I bought. <laughs> I bought badass new pants and shoes and a sport Uh-oh. coat and tie and shit. The nine. And I got up early, which tell is a mistake. Sport coat at Marshalls. I got a Target. It's actually pretty okay. fucking nice. I'm glad to hear that. But uh, there was no marshals in San Fran. Regular guy get a fucking sport coat in real life. I mean, a I, regular guy. Yeah. They don't unless they have a Target. <laughs> right. A That's what I mean. I mean. Where where are you supposed <laughs> to get your fucking coat at? The Squire shop. But anyway, I got up early, which is my plan. But I, I also did it because I didn't fucking sleep a wink the night before. And uh, I take my time. I'm like, I'm so fucking early. I'm oh, just gonna. Yeah. Get dressed in my duds. Have a couple of coffees. I get dressed up. I'm ready to walk out, man. And I'm looking in the mirror, and I'm like, wow, this sideburn. Oh, you did not. These hairs are kind of long. No. Well, I didn't have scissors, so I took my shaving razor, and I just... So then I, I, I leave the bathroom, and I go sit down, and I'm looking over some paperwork, and I feel something wet trickling down the side of my face. Oh, no, you've cut the shit out of yourself. I cut the shit out of my ear. Oh shit! And this shit would not fucking stop bleeding. I'm there. I'm dressed. I'm ready to walk out. I'm gushing yeah, blood. All over your shirt. Okay, so. Oh no! Dude, I went through like a box of Kleenex. My first thought was, oh, it's like a shaving nick. I'll put a deal on there and it'll right. stop. So I did that. The next thing I know, that thing popped off and there's blood coming down my face. I'm like, holy shit! <laughs> so I go, I I used the entire box of Kleenex and like half a roll of toilet. It what? will not stop. I'm applying pressure. What a vein! It's right. It's just right here. There's nothing but skin and I, arteries and cartilage. So thin. The skin is so fucking thin right there. Right. So it's in the the clock's ticking. I'm like, what the fuck? Okay. So holding this bloody rag against my head, I go downstairs in the elevator. This this hotel's like six hundred bucks a night. You know, this is not where right. people bleed. So I go downstairs. There's some major convention going on with a bunch of well dressed people just looking at me like. Boy, what are you what's this fucking psycho homeless guy doing? <laughs> <laughs> I cut his ear off. They're calling you Van Gogh. Shut down yeah. Van Gogh. 
shit. I'm bleeding. I'm wearing a cheap Target fucking blazer. <laughs> well, dude, part of the deposition channel has to be the before the deposition channel, where you see what people do for one hour prior to a fucking deposition. I'm sure there would be a lot of drugs and drinking and fucking crazy shit going on. So, anyway, sorry. No, I go down to the lobby and I, I find, you know, the, the lady at the lobby. I'm like, do you have any band-aids or something I can put on my ear? It's bleeding. And she scrambles. And she comes back. She gives me a fistful of band-aids and, like, antiseptic wipes, all this shit. You know, God bless right. her. So I go back up. I dress my wound. And luckily, the band-aids are small and it fits perfectly. I mean, you can see there's a band-aid there, but it's not like I got some retarded shit hanging off my head. Right. And I'm like, whoo, disaster averted. And then I'm about to walk out the door, and I notice oh blood all over my shirt. Oh, you finally <laughs> noticed the blood on your shirt? So then I had to undress. Oh, my God. From the waist up, which, you know, if you're wearing a T-shirt, it's no big deal. But when you've got a belt and an undershirt and a button-up and a fucking oh. jacket and a tie. So, yeah, you know, I, I, I was uh, walking out the door not on my best game already. And then smug piece of shit lawyer just ruined the day. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. So, did you make it on time? I still made it early. You know what? It would have been better off if you just would have fucking slept in another half an hour and not, like, been looking at your... You did, If you wouldn't have had time to look at your uh, sideburns, you wouldn't have fucking... I know. I've I... done that, though. I've looked at my sideburns and I'm like, just even this one up a little bit. Then you're like, uh-oh, now I need to raise that one up a little bit. And before you know it, you look like a fucking guy from 1980. <laughs> I look like a real basket case. But I literally thought for a while that I was going to have to sit in half of that deposition <laughs> holding a Kleenex on my head. That would have been awesome. That would have been – did they videotape it? Yeah, it was all videotaped. Nice. So, like, how did he come at you? Fuck, did he Yosemite Sam on you? Actually, apparently he was – not as much of a, a douchebag with me as he was with other people because they warned me about this guy. They're familiar with him from other depositions. And what irritates me more, like if he had just been loud and mean and noisy, I can get over that. But he was just smug and slimy and shifty. And I was just like, hmm. hair slicked back? It was slicked back, but it had those like two little strands that hung in front of his face that he kept doing that, you know? Oh, man, this guy got to you. Dude, he looked like a fucking used car salesman. So does he just represent Google, or does he have, like, another, like, a firm? Does he work for a firm? Well, I think he works for a firm that Google hired. And honestly, all of his questions are clear that he has no fucking clue what he's talking about and has spent barely any time researching anything. But the smug confidence that he would say the dumbest shit was just like, you motherfucker. So is that it? Is that it for you with this this uh, lawsuit? I mean, is your part done now, or is this something that you would have to do again? Uh, as far as I'm concerned, it's done. But if they call me back, if I have to get redeposed for some reason, I'm just – I'm seriously not even going to give a fuck. Uh, I'm going to wear a T-shirt and jeans, and they can suck. Right, well, okay, you're not on trial. Fuck no. No, we're suing them. I'm not on trial. You just fucking go there and tell the truth or your version of the truth or the, the version of the truth that someone told you to tell. The, the truth that I tell myself to tell every morning. The truth that benefits you the most, most like anybody tells. <laughs> the, you know, right. I mean, that's just the truth. Straight the up. best truth. Right. 
Well, glad that's over with for you. You seem like you're a little looser now. Has this been on your mind for a while? Oh, hold on. My cat is yelling at me. Oh. So, anyways, so you're glad that it's over, obviously. Yes, but it has changed me. It has. It has. I see a fear in your eyes. It was such a time suck and a nightmare that I realized definitively and for fucking sure that it is a waste of time to work for anybody else but yourself. I would agree with that. I would agree with that. Because your higher-ups aren't – did he have to fucking testify or not? Well, he did, but it's his company, so he cares. So he should have to. I don't. I don't know about that part of the company. Call this fucking guy. Yeah. Breaking the law. Get an injunction. That's what I always say. And no matter what's going around, I'm like, get an injunction. Hey, I had it easy. Most of the guys that got deposed had to fly in from fucking Romania. So what are they like? I don't know I speak English very well, me, my friend. Apparently, uh, I went out to dinner with my defending lawyer the night before, and he said that there was some language issues that did cause some problems. <laughs> they did, did they have a translator or not? Well, no, they speak Good enough English, but not enough to know whenever a lawyer is just asking the same question in a slightly different way to get a different answer to the same question. Perfect fucking – that's such a perfect way around a fucking question. Give me a break. Right. Fucking yeah. brilliant. You know they understood the fucking question. No, he tried that shit with me, man. By the end, it was just like, yeah, I answered that question. Move the fuck on, you know? Oh, dude. So you did drink some five-hour energy before you went in or not? Man, I should have. I was obliterated. I was tired as fuck. I didn't sleep the night before. Right. What time did it start? Uh, 8.30. 8.30 a.m. And you were on the fucking red. Are you all ready to go? What time did you get in the night before? Uh, I didn't get in that late, but I stayed up too late just trying to put the next day off, you know? Right. Yep. I do know exactly what you're saying. You're like, hey, it's still yesterday, even though it's like 3.30 in the morning. Yeah. At least it's not tomorrow. The sun's not up. Yeah. Then before you know it, the sun starts to peak, and you're like, oh, no. This is odd. Well, you get two hours back, though, right? Because it's two yeah. hours earlier there. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's true, but that time change is also fucking with me. So you uh, you went to L.A. first. I went to L.A. the day before, and the next day, then I went to San Francisco, yeah. So you did depositions in both spots? No, no. The Our lawyers are based out of L.A., and the guy who owns the law firm wanted to meet with me first, oh. and he wasn't going to be in San Francisco until the next day. So it, what do they call that, a pre-trial conference or something you were having there? That's classified. Is it? I bet it probably is. They're probably listening in right now. I mean, your company does own the Internet, basically, or Google does. Oh, fuck. What have you done? Yeah, I know. They know no. all about you. Fucking Google knows everything that you have done. I mean, easily. Think about it. They'd be like, Cliff Haley? Look up fucking Cliff Haley. Let's find out what the fuck he's up to. Oh, he did. He looked me up on the internet. He started off trying to be all friendly, and uh, he threw down my, my LinkedIn like resume printout. Uh-huh. And the very last thing that I put as a fucking joke oh, no. was that I was a guitar slinger for Plow Monday. You did not. And he yes. brought that up? Dude, I haven't touched my LinkedIn profile since, like, right. 2009. <laughs> you know? Good thing, because you probably would have had Hypersloth on there, and he and really said, would have fucking sucked the screws to you. He said, uh, so I'm pretty sure there's some pretty cool videos of you on YouTube playing guitar. 
I was I was like, yeah, there are. <laughs> he was like making a joke at first, or then he no, he clearly searched he looked at you playing guitar. Oh yeah, I should have brought. If I get deposed again, I'm bringing a guitar and I'm singing every fucking answer. Oh, that would be awesome. You could be the singing deposition guy. I'll do it. It'll go viral. Now wait a minute. If you do do that, I must insist on a coat and tie. Okay. You have to dress like you're going to a uh, a deposition if you're going to sling a guitar during the deposition. So dress totally legit. Right. Just play guitar and sing. Exactly. Fucking exactly. a, yeah, I'll do it. What color was your tie? Uh, it was kind of a maroonish argyle thing. Dude, honestly, on a lighter note, you now have a court suit, a suit that you could get married in, a re or not re a remarried in, or renew your vows, and a funeral suit, all kind of wrapped into one. This is true. I'm, I'm covered. You know what? Bring on the 2020s. You won't need another suit until the 2030s, I have a feeling. I'm hoping somebody dies soon just so I can wear it. You should. Or kill somebody. Why wait? <laughs> this suit's so good, I'm going to murder right. somebody. Go on, kill somebody, and you're ready to go right away. They can bring you right from your deposition into the fucking, right to the uh, graveyard. Efficient. It very would. You know what? No wonder people wear suits every day. You know when, never know when somebody's going to die or you're going to have to give a deposition. It is weird being in a place like downtown San Francisco where... Everybody's just walking around in fucking suits. I can't. There. You know what? I I go on trips myself, and I'm like, not for me. You know what I mean? Like that's a lot of work right. to put on a fucking suit. And you know what? Be one thing. If a suit was comfortable, and I don't care if people are like, I got a fucking eight hundred dollar suit. It's so fucking comfortable. The reality is, it's not comfortable. It's like no coat all the time, and then sitting on the back of your coat. Or even worse than that. Is I've noticed like if you travel during the week in airports, people are taking flights in like fucking suits and like they're dressing for work. I'm like, it's a plane, dude. Wear some sweatpants and a t-shirt. When fuck? I was a kid, it was like a big deal to fly, right? So you did like wear a suit. But now it's like with, since Southwest came along, they're like suits are fucking out the window. Shit, tell the. People on my plane that because they were addressed to the fucking nines on their cell phones with their leather shoulder bags and. Of course, dude, they're fucking making deals. What the fuck are you doing on a plane, simpleton? I'm trying to sleep. You didn't even make one deal on the fucking plane. Planes are not the place for deals. You did not call one prostitute or make one drug deal. You're not a fucking businessman, you hack. No, you're right. They're fuck, dude. Those guys are all perpetrating like they're fucking talking. <laughs> they're pretending. You know that they – well, they're like on the phone with their wife. Yeah, 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 big deal. Yep, You know, having fancy dinner somewhere. You know, they're all full of shit. If you ever listen, you can tell that they're they're not talking about real fucking things. They're trying to make themselves look important. Is that what I should do? Should I just you pretend should, talk? You like call, got there and called your wife and been like, so did anybody call? Did he call yet? <laughs> Have you heard from anybody? Yeah. Prospect. <laughs> prospect. Yep. Just going through my prospect list here. Uh, they're all full of shit. Everybody in the world is full of shit, except for me and you and the people that listen to this goddamn good show. So if you're not full of shit, call up Rufus and yell at him for a minute. Uh, 646-668-8826. He wants to be deposed immediately. Please. Ask me the same question five times. Yes, but make sure that you use a different tone of voice. Was there like, did you notice there's like 
four different ways of asking the same question. Oh, he was getting hot and heated by the end. Uh-huh. Because I, I was having none of it anymore, right? And my lawyer, oh, my lawyer is a fucking bulldog. I love them. But uh, we took our, our lunch break. And in my lunch break, my lawyer was like, uh, and he told me this before, but I was getting so fucking amped up. He's like, just take your time. He said, it's your clock to fucking run out. You know, you're the one being deposed. You want to take a break? Take a break. Got to piss? Go piss. If they give you a document, read every goddamn letter. And so, you know, they'd give me a document that was like some emails, that, some past emails, and it was like four or five sheets of paper stapled together. Well, he'd have a question about one sentence, and I said – he asked me the question. I was like, I haven't read this yet, and I took 10 minutes to fucking read five pages. And he – You know what he, it said, though? He blew his stack. <laughs> you know what it said already? Yeah, of course. <laughs> but I, I read it slow, and I went back, and I you know, I was using oh, my finger. And he, he hit the table. He's like, you told him to burn out the clock on lunch break. <laughs> oh, my, who said that? And my lawyer's like, were you bugging my phone? You're a oh, piece of God. shit. You know, and then they went at it. There it, <laughs> it was amusing by the end because I just didn't give a shit. Anyway, goddamn, enough of that. What, how about you? you What's going on in the beginning? I try to give a shit all the time. I just, it's so, not really in my this spirit. This is the end of... D time, or are you guys going to be around for a while? Do you feel like you did them right? I don't fucking know. When will you know? All right, we'll, we'll get over this as soon as you tell me when will you know. When will I know if we win the lawsuit? Yeah. Oh, fuck. I don't know. It's probably going to drag out another two goddamn years. Really? So after you've left the program is what you're saying? Well, now we have to depose all the... What? All the, yeah, we have to depose all the... You haven't that done that yet? So now it's your turn. Well, the, yeah, the defense went first. So you have to – did your lawyer ask you questions during this deposition or not? Uh, he did a cross-examination at the end. I mean, yeah. But, but not it was, long. It was very brief, yeah. Anyway, god damn, I never want to talk about it again. Thanks. For and you just didn't even – tell me that you at least did a dime dash or whatever the hell that thing's called when you went back to your room. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, that's all I did there. So what did you have? Let's hear what you had. Mm. No, actually, that night I was starving. I just said, "Fuck it, I got a Papa John's pizza, extra large." Did you eat the whole thing? It was thirty-eight dollars. <laughs> I know. You know what's crazy? If you don't have a coupon for Papa John's or somewhere, and you're just calling up and ordering pizza, you fucking get screwed. It's crazy. This was a special. I went on their website. It was oh my God. one of the specials. Thirty-eight dollars. Thirty-eight dollar pizza. In other words, shit in San Francisco is fucking pricey. So that's probably three times the price of a normal pizza at your house in Jasper. Yeah. Because, I mean, well, yeah, probably 12 bucks for a fucking pizza. But uh, I had DoorDash and had a really good chicken sandwich from a place and some Japanese food. No snarfs? Uh, not in San Fran. No, I think that was in L.A. or maybe that was Austin. I don't know. It was in Austin, but I was wondering if you snarfed it up in L.A. or somewhere. I don't recall them having a snarfs. I should go back and check. <laughs> you should. You should call and see if a DoorDash guy will bring you a snarf from Austin to Jasper. See how much it would cost. That'd be fucking awesome. You know what you should do? Go buy a loaf of bread and some fucking cut-rate salami and make your own snarf. What am I, a chef? <laughs> You've made a sandwich or two. You ever think about how many cheesesteaks maybe that you made in your life? 
God, well, what, 100 every Thursday for three years. Right? But, I mean, I'm saying, like, for real. No, like, I've never – it's got to be – made 100 for sure. It's got to be the thousands, right? Oh, it's probably in the tens of thousands. I mean okay, – Say that you made 10 a day, which easily 10 a day, working five days a week. That's conservative, dude. Ten a day. It, it, that is that is conservative. That's way too conservative. You can make ten in a fucking hour. How many days a year do you think we worked? I would say, let's just be safe and say two hundred and twenty. What's a third of the year? I guess that's two thousand two hundred cheesesteaks a year for one year. And you know, I got it's got to be more than that because think about now. Oh now yeah, Thursday and there's an extra. 10 cheesesteaks. Oh, shit. I bet you made 10,000 cheesesteaks. I bet I have. I bet I have, too, because remember, I owned that cheesesteak place here. Yeah. And I made cheesesteaks there every day. Oh, my God. I have a problem. And you know what? I haven't had a cheesesteak in, like, fucking five years. I haven't either, honestly. Well, sadly enough, honestly, out of all my sandwiches, the cheesesteak was not my favorite. It wasn't mine either. I'm I'm partial to the cold Italian. I am sandwiches. too. That's all I like. That's all I fucking like. Honestly. Yeah. I mean, I like a cheesesteak as like a mix it up thing, but it's, you know, I'm not gonna go to a place and ask for a cheesesteak. No. If I want hot steak, I'll just eat a steak. Good point. Sorry about that. Good point, Rufus. Yeah, just have a whole fucking steak instead of little bits of steak and fat. On you know what? And I'll tell you what, ribeye, as far as meat goes, is is my least favorite fucking steak. Really? Yeah, it's got too much fat in it. I think. I don't like the fatty steaks. And that I mean, a ribeye is a fatty steak. A New York strip is a better steak, or or like a filet mignon. But you know what? When I had that place here, I used to slice my own steak, and what I would get was fucking eye of round. Really? Wow. Yeah. Real lean, it doesn't shrink up and get that fatty, hard gristle on the. You know what I'm oh, talking yeah. about? Like, remember when you'd be like doing a cheesesteak, and you'd see that fat thing curl up like a piece of fucking hard bacon, like a rubber end? band. Yeah, and you're like, oh my god! I can tell you right now, that is one of the fucking three reasons I never fucking ate a cheesesteak because there's a pretty good chance you're gonna get a fucking worm or something. You know, not a real worm, but something in there that you're like, ew. Oh yeah. Gross. Snag in your tooth and then dangle down your throat. <laughs> right, dangle down. <laughs> Get wrapped around your epiglottis. <laughs> around that little punching bag up there. <laughs> so that, yeah, so I got the, the uh, I'm telling you, the eye round is the fucking most versatile piece of meat there is on a cow. I'm going to jot that down. I have round. I'm, not, I'm sure I've had it, but I don't usually... Instead of getting a brisket next time you want to smoke something, get an eye around and, and fillet it. Just cut it in half. Yeah. Dude, the best fucking cheapest brisket you'll ever have without all the fucking bullshit fat on it. Fucking sweet. <sighs> That's all I buy steak-wise. Honestly. Well, I mean, I'll, and you know what? You cut them and you cook them right, you can make them taste just like a fillet. Honestly. Hmm. It's called a poor man's fillet, but it's every the best cut of meat. You know, what, 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 all the best food has started out as, as poor man's food anyway. Yeah, that's a good point. Very good point. At one point, people probably didn't want the fillet. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, how else could you charge fucking two thousand dollars a plate for fucking pig brains and shit? You know what I mean? Who really wants that? 
It's so fucking obsolete that only weirdos want it, and they're willing to pay for it. I mean, what's that tell you? Posers. It is. The same people that are talking, perpetrating like they're talking on their fucking cell phones. Yeah. I'll take the big brain. Some guy's talking on his phone, and all of a sudden the pilot comes on like, Okay, folks, go ahead. Uh, we've just turned on the thing where you can use your phones right now. So all the people that look like you've been talking, you can finally make your calls. <laughs> That'd be awesome. I'd love that. That would be awesome. People probably be jumping out. I love the people when they're like, turn off all cell phones and electronic devices, and people are like, yeah, that's for the other people. That's That's not for me. Let me ask you something. When you fly, what do you eat while you're on the plane? If uh, I like peanuts, personally. Okay. And I'll eat pretzels as well. Or they have these cookies. What are they called? What are these fucking cookies called? The little rectangular like tabs. Yeah. Yeah, those are good. They're like gingerbread, kind of. Yeah, and you know you can buy a fucking like a peanut butter spread that's made out of those fucking cookies at Target. Really? Yes. It's don't do it. I'm telling you not to do it. Because there's nothing more fucking sinful in the world than dipping one of those cookies, which you can also buy at Target, in that spread <laughs> and fucking eating it. Jesus Christ. What a Biscoff. Biscoff. Yeah, that's it. The fucking that's cookie. Okay, so on my flight back, it was packed. It was one of those where... Every flight is packed now, it seems like. This one was fucking packed, shoulder to shoulder. And I was on the window seat, which I fucking hate. Yeah. I'm with the aisle, so I have at least one yeah. elbow free. The aisle. But I was on the window seat. There was a lady next to me and her husband. Ew, that's the worst. That's oh, fucking worst. So we're flying. We're up in the air. Dude, this, this bitch breaks out a gigantic tub of salad, a gigantic tub with a sandwich in it. She gets a water. She gets a fucking uh, Bloody Mary mix, and she gets some other fu- – Dude, she's all on the tray table. All on the tray table, but in the process, she's like, you know, Jocelyn, yeah. Yeah, I'm like, come on, it's a fucking four-hour flight. Eat right. this I shit before sugar you get on, low. and have the pretzel. Can't even get that shit on, or did she? She just bought it in the airport and brought it on the plane. Yeah, it was in her gigantic fucking bag that was crawling my feet. Then <laughs> after that, did she like go to the bathroom for a fucking half an hour, take a healthy shit? No, she just sat next to me passing gas. Oh, that's the reason I eat peanuts. I'm like, I know if I'm eating peanuts in an airplane, I'm not going to have to take a shit. So that's more of <laughs> a strategy than anything. You know what I, I like I, to do, as odd as it sounds, and I think I told you this before, was on an airplane, uh, I like to get uh, uh, tomato juice, right? Uh-huh. And pour the peanuts into the tomato juice. I saw this guy do this on an airplane once, and I thought, well, that's fucking odd. And then I tried it. Is in my good? cousin's liquor store, and I'm like, that's the most fucking amazing thing ever. It must make – I guess it makes it less oh. salty and kind yeah, of – Yeah, it, it's good. Let me tell you right now. It, there's, it's probably mostly unhealthy to do that, but, man, I mean, people think you're a weirdo, but it is tasty. Well, peanuts have healthy fats and tomatoes right, and they're vegetables. Full of protein. They're, and a V8, fucking A, dude. And a shot of vodka. <laughs> How do you fucking mock that? Breakfast of Champions. That's right. At least for the first half of the day. <laughs> when it comes to the second half of the day. Shit, I have one of those at one in the morning so I can go back to sleep. <laughs> Take away the shakes. <laughs> once every four hours. I have one one every four hours. Once every four hours while I'm sleeping. 
It's hard to turn off the alarm when you're having a seizure. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to hear it. Exactly. <laughs> I slept right through my alarm. I was seizing out in with uh, delirium tremens last night. <laughs> I can't tell Alexa to stop the alarm, and I'm swallowing my own tongue. With my wallet in my mouth. I just got to <laughs> my wallet in my mouth in case something happens in the night. A fucking wooden spoon. <laughs> Honey, bring me my wooden spoon. Well, ever since that time I woke up and had bitten my own tongue off, I decided <laughs> that's safe to, to go to sleep without uh, proper restraint in my mouth. That's Well, that's how those gag balls were invented. That's what they were invented for originally. <laughs> that's right. It was to help you detox. <laughs> right. And people made a purpose out of that. People are perverts. They are. People are sick. Dude, tell me that you used the coffee cup wrapper in your hotel room. Oh, wait, or did you get a fancy hotel room that has a wrapper for the remote now? Well, this is what's odd is I definitely had a fancy-ass fucking hotel room, two of them, and they both had normal dingy-ass fucking remotes. Ugh. Jeez. And I'm very aware of this now that, now that you know, you've made me wise to it. It's disgusting. It I don't know that because I've jacked off in a million hotel rooms and then touched the remote. Oh, put it in my butt. <laughs> oh, my God. I never even fucking crossed my mind, but I'm sure people have done that. I'm sure they've at least... Prostitutes fucking pussy, probably. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. What were you doing to this fucking poor remote? It is... But I was very careful with it, and I washed my hands after every time I touched it, but I was so hungry that one night with that Papa John's pizza... That I I did I touched the remote and then I grabbed the pizza, pizza. and I had I had the bite in my mouth and I realized it and I uh-huh. spit that bite out I did because I was like washed your hands and I washed my fucking hands. Question is, did you throw the whole piece of pizza out? Uh oh, I can tell by looking at your face you ate the piece of pizza that you had touched with the remote hand completely. I've got herpes now. You know, probably. Probably something a little more serious. It was San Francisco. Extra herpes. Yeah, herpes uh, G. Herpes simplex G. <laughs> the higher yeah. end of the register. I'm just a big warrior. Oh, we're now. glad you survived, Rufus. We're glad you survived your trip and all that good stuff. Glad to have you back in uh, back in the saddle with us here at the Hypersloth Happy Hour. Yeah, I'm glad to be back. You are glad to be back. Did you ever figure out why your dog was laying on that box of noodles? Um, she's just not very smart. She probably thought it was like a hay bale or something. She likes to protect things that she thinks she's discovered. Oh, really? So did she knock those noodles off herself and was like, there's no noodles here, and then laid on top of them? I'm pretty sure the wife or the kid dumped them on the floor accidentally and just ignored them. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I'm sure they probably did. Probably was you. You were probably sleep drinking. I don't remember doing it. I'll just say that. So, well, obviously, then it was someone else. It was just the drunk you, which is a whole nother person. This is true. Yes. He's, a lot, he's a lot friendlier at first and a lot angrier later <laughs> on in the conversation. He's like the Hulk. <laughs> Maybe that was what it was all about with the Hulk. You know, like, <laughs> what, whatever made him mad was like after he had a couple of whiskeys. He just was like, Aah! He's green from the absence. That's a good way to keep people uh, away from you, though, is to just do a Hulk out on them. <laughs> what if you like how hilarious if you fucking showed up like to the airport dressed regular and then like we're talking to people or whatever and then came out of the bathroom with like your clothes and fucking tatters like that like what happened 
That would be fucking amazing, too. What do you think people would do? I don't know. <laughs> but that's I, awesome. I hate someone doing that, going in the bathroom stall and be like, ugh, I, I feel weird. Come out like you had a Hulk episode in the fucking <laughs> bathroom. That's awesome. <laughs> oh, no, you know what you do? You, like, start yelling. You go up to buy a drink or something, and you start yelling at the bartender, like, I got to get out of here before I lose my cool. Then you go into the bathroom and change into your phony Hulk wear, like pound on the door a few times and then come out and be like, like you're coming too. <laughs> we should do that. We should do that. You probably go to jail for that these days. TSA jail. Which, according to like everything I watch, like TSJ or TSA is like super, like 95% of shit get through. Right. Now. Oh, you know what's cool is I signed up for a thing called Clear. Right. Which, you don't even have to go through that. You just kind of get in the fast lane. I just cut right in front. I felt bad because they literally just took me to the front of the line and were like, "Move it," and I got right I in front. Move it to you, Clear guy. No, to the people that they put me in front of. Oh, they told <laughs> them to move it. It was like a line of two hundred people, and they took me to the front and were like, "You get in, back up." This you guy's know? got money. Look at him. He's on his phone, for Christ's sake. Tell me you didn't perpetrate at least one time while you were fucking in the airport. What, the fake phone call? Did you call home? Uh, no, I did not. I will next time. Yes, please do. I mean, especially if you're doing the whole clear thing to make yourself look important, go the extra mile, for Christ's sake. What kind of shoes did you wear? To the airport? Yes. Well, like a dumbass, I wore my Doc Martens. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. So then you're like having to take your shoes off and all that shit, or did you have to? Yeah, it, you still but go through the normal proceedings. You just, you just get, don't have to wait in line. Right, exactly. How much is clear? It's like 170 bucks a year. Right, and I know that you're flying a lot, so the wife and the kids surely are on clear as well, right? Kids free. Yeah, but that, oh, is he? Kids free. Uh, another adult is like fifty bucks a year more. Don't have to cancel it. I just signed up because it was a thirty day trial, and I was like, "Fuck it, I'll use it for this trip." Yeah. So what do you do? Like scan your fucking retinas in or something? Yes, actually. Really? They scan all your fingerprints and your and your retinas and your face. Where do they do that at? Uh there's a little kiosk. You look for the deal and you find it. And boop, boop, boop. are you serious? Yeah. So you just can't use your computer to scan your face in? Fucking uh, Well, maybe if you sign up online. I signed up in the airport. Oh, you signed up at the airport. Yeah. Did they still sell insurance at the airport, or did that die out? Insurance for what? I don't think I've been asked for it. Just whatever's on your bag, in your bag? Like there was a kiosk where you could, like, sign up for life insurance right before you get on a fucking airplane. Well, that's disturbing. They still do it. I think they just do it online now. When you buy a ticket, they try to sell it to you. Jesus Christ. That's disturbing. Even... It not is kidding. You get on it. I mean, and this is a weird story. My aunt and my grandpa flew on the same day, right? Uh-huh. And way back in, the, this is like the early 60s, probably, or mid-60s, my aunt was going to visit, who ended up becoming my Uncle Mike, in Japan, right? He was in the Navy. So she didn't tell my uh, grandpa and grandma where she was going. 
So she leaves to go to Japan, right? And remember, this is like 1960-whatever. They thought she was like in her college or whatever, which was like a state away. That's wild. And, and the, the, my grandpa goes to buy the insurance for him and my grandma, and the lady's like, that's very odd because I have an unusual last name, right? Yes. She's like, there was another woman here earlier today with the same last name. And my grandma and grandpa found out that my aunt had went to Japan to visit her boyfriend like that. What a crazy-ass story, dude. That's like a movie story. Isn't that nuts? I guess my grandpa was none too happy. Have you ever been on a flight that had a, like a scary moment? Every Skype flight has two scary moments, Rufus, takeoff and landing. That's true. That That is the, the weirdest you part. You can see how people – look at people's eyes. I love – I mean, I like to try to be relaxed, but usually it's because I'm half in the bag. So the landings are always a lot easier than the takeoff, if you've ever noticed. Yeah, because that's the landing, true. you're like, okay, maybe we belly flop down or something. Uh-huh. It could be worst-case scenario. We're probably going to survive. But on the landing, you're like, okay – we're getting up to whatever. Now, this is the part where usually if something's going to happen, the wheels fuck it or the wings peel off or yeah. it fucking falls off or something. Everybody is so much more serious on the fucking takeoff than they are on the landing. It's, it's, it could be a white-knuckle deal, man. That's for sure. Because you could – it seems like it's always just bumpier and weird than it is uh, – I mean, like, for takeoff than it is when you're landing. Yeah, I, it's I've had some herring moments. We had a couple where – I was landing on an airplane. Well, here's a weird story. Me and Tim Klingle came <clears throat> back from uh, from our buddy's wedding in mm-hmm. Miami into the Austin airport. Mm-hmm. And like 40 minutes before, that fucking Gerald tornado, that F1 tornado that tore up Gerald, fucking yeah. tore apart that part of fucking Texas. One hour before we landed, we were circling, right? Holy and they shit. never fucking told us why. They're like, we're just waiting for some weather to clear up. On the, you know, down in Austin, and it's fucking F1 tornado. We landed, and, like, we're landing, dude, and the fucking plane is, like, the ass end is blowing over to where you're like, yeah, I hope they're not going to fucking try to land this thing, right? And they fucking landed it, but it was scary as shit. Then we get out to the parking lot. No lights are on, basically, in all of Austin, right? And all I remember is getting out to the – this is the old airport out in East Austin before it was Bergstrom – Whatever. Yeah. And uh, we get out there, and it was in the bad part of town. Remember that? I mean, you thought it was a fucking bad part of town then. Oh, yeah. Especially by the airport. There's no electricity on. And I just remember we were driving home, and just the fucking uh, streetlights, it was blowing. The wind was still blowing so hard, the streetlights are just fucking swinging, like, violently. Oh, God. Place. And I was like, God damn, I can't believe they fucking landed. That's how much they give a shit about making their schedules, I guess. I was like, no, we shouldn't have landed. And Tim's like, yeah, definitely fucking not. No. The the pilot's like, I'm going to get fucking home. Fuck all these exactly. people. Exactly. He's like, fuck these people. The pilot usually lives. <laughs> He's the only guy with a parachute. <laughs> what, what if you were on an airplane and you saw the guy, the fucking captain, get up and just jump out of the fucking <laughs> with a parachute? I'd be alarmed. How awesome would it be if he did that and then got sucked into the engine, though? Well, that probably would <laughs> Because there's no way for you to land it with one. Okay, all right, wait a minute. You're on an airplane, right? The pilot has just jumped out the window or something has happened to the pilot. Some guy fucking stands up and is like, I can fucking fly this airplane. You can tell he doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. Do you stand up and say, no, I can fly this fucking airplane? 
Well, no, because I, I tell the truth. Would you trust yourself more than you would trust some other fucking random dude to try to fucking land an airplane? If I knew for a fact that he could not fly the plane, I would probably – I think I could figure it out. Enough. How do you know? How do you know he's never telling the truth till it's all fucking over? Well, then I have to trust him. Shit. Why would – I'd be like, no, dude, I'm fucking landing this airplane because if I'm going out, it's because I fucked up, not because some other jackass can't listen to fucking directions. Okay, well, I don't know what to say. If well, I, I'm, that's why I'm asking. If I, I, I would assume that if a guy stood up and said, I'll fly the plane, that he maybe knows what he's me. doing. Maybe it's me saying that. Just a guy like me who has no fucking idea of it. Like, I'm not going to let someone else try to fucking land this plane. Well, fuck, no, if it's you, I'm pushing you out of the way. I'm flying that goddamn oh, plane. Oh, yeah, thanks, dude. I appreciate that. <laughs> doesn't matter. I'm drunk on fucking vodka V8 peanuts anyways. Probably that's why. Scotty. That'd probably help you land it. It probably would. Being relaxed and chill. First thing, you're like, I gotta land this fucking plane. Bring me a vodka. Bring yeah, me a give, tall vodka. You'd be relaxed. You'd have confidence. I you will. could probably bring it in smooth. They might I'd give you a job. Hitting on the the uh, stewardess a little bit. Like, hey, honey, what do you want to do after I land this plane? Shit, you'd land that plane with her tits in your face. How about taking me down your runway? And showing me your landing strap, I would, right. <laughs> would definitely do that. I'd probably land it with her straddling me. It's probably more like it. And why not? Well, I would have my release right when, right during touchdown. <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, she put it over this loudspeaker. <laughs> We've landed safe and sound, folks. We've landed, but I've taken off. Can someone please bring me a couple of Kleenexes? I need a towelette. Uh, a moist towelette. No, no, make that just a dry towelette, please. Moist towelettes aren't really good for cleaning anything up. No, because they're moist. Right. What, <laughs> what the fuck? You know, what's what good is a fucking moist towelette? They're useless. I don't like moist towelettes. Do they even, I'm sure, that, now, I don't mind the ones right that this time of year with the uh, antiseptic shit on it. Or the antibacterial wipes. Sure, sure. Were you worried about that at all while you were flying? You're like flying and there's this news coming out that there's people, they're quarantining people coming into fucking LAX. That had to be fucking rewarding. I just paid no attention. But I did notice that uh, a lot of people were wearing surgical masks. Did you find that odd or not? I just assumed they were sick. Right. How sick is that? They were trying to protect us. Yeah. Well, I mean, either way... It's scary. You know what I mean? Because you're like, if you're sick, stay home. Don't get yeah. flimsy little fucking mask that you can see your mouth and shit out of the sides of is fucking doing anything. No. <laughs> really, is it? Someone with their mask on taking it aside to take a drink of a fucking <laughs> Diet Coke? Right. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm going to be fine. I have the mask. Even though I have wanted the mask at points. It would come in handy. I mean, I would just get tired of breathing my own breath the whole fucking time. Yeah, that is foul. That is foul. A a mask that has a separate nose and mouth thing on it. Because it makes, like, even when I wear a dust mask for, like, just doing work. I know exactly what you're saying. Your your shit gets all moist and dewy from the condensation. A mask that has a separate nose and mouth thing. That is, I mean, there's nothing to it. No, there's not. But 
People are too stupid to make it. That's why we have to. We could have like two little filters right under your fucking nostrils. <laughs> It'd be easy to make. It really it kind of would be if you think about it. <clears throat> you know what I think we ought to do? I don't want to know. I don't think I want to know. Spin the wheel. I knew you were going to say that. All right, folks. Stay with us. We're going to spin the wheel of death here. Hot sauce roulette. Double D in the roofinator. What do we have left? Uh, our odds aren't good. Let me say that, Rufus. I have a number 10. We have 11, 5, 10, and 6. Okay, okay. So nothing good, but at least some options that aren't terrible. All right. Well, let me fix up my stupid little board here. Do you want me to sit tonight? Yeah, would you? Let me see if I can get it to preset. All right. Well, hold on. Folks, when you get your purebred idiot uh, on Amazon, make sure you call them and tell them that it got all ripped up and the spinning wheel is fucked up. So yes. it's not working right. If you can't do it, I think I can pull it off. I can get it. I can get it. Hold on. I know you're eager to put it right on 11 to watch me fucking squirm. All right, here we go. Oh, thank God. Number six. Wow. That's weird. I was just now picking that one out of the box for some reason. All righty, then. That almost makes me kind of happy. I'm not going to lie. Six ain't bad. Nope. I'll take six. I'll take we, six all day long. That's halfway, I guess. We've had seven. Start out at one. I can't remember what one tasted like. Nothing. Ketchup. I know. It's weird because they all actually have the same exact flavor profile. Yeah, they do. They're not tasty. Which would probably make that Hot Ones show more interesting because they do have different flavor profiles. Yeah. You know what I mean? We do need to order that and go for one of those. Do that show. We should. I'd love to really see should. how hot that fucking hot sauce is. The bomb? Is that, that's what it's called, right? They, do they have one specially made for the show, too? Is that it? They do have their own. Oh, the last dab. Yeah. Oh, see, now that one's after you've made it all the way or not? Is that the final one? That's the final one. Okay. But they put extra on, right, if I recall correctly? Yeah. I think we'll probably pass on that part of the show. Oh, we'll pass, all right. We'll pass out. We'll pass gas. Pass away. <laughs> Don't say that. A lot of people I know have been dying lately, it seems like. What? Who? Why? My Aunt Barbara died this morning. Who? My Aunt Barbara. No shit. Yeah, hell of a nice lady, too. Totally awful. She, I thought she'd be the last one to go, to be honest with you. How old was she? Uh, probably 78, 79. That's she just saw her, too, like a couple months ago at my Uncle Mike's 80th birthday party. And uh, she looked good. You know, she was always funny, always had a smile. And uh, I guess she didn't feel good like a week ago, and she went to the, the hospital and come to find out she had leukemia. What? Come to find out. She died like three days later. I guess if that's you're going to do it, I think that's the way to do it instead of one of those lingering. I guess so. That's why I'm surprised about leukemia. It seems like that's something that would have cropped up and like years ago and would have been a struggle. Had, this is the fucked up part. Dude. She had some kind of cancer, right? And they gave her some kind of drug to get rid of her other cancer. Oh. This gave her leukemia. Jesus fucking yeah. Christ. Yep, that's the honest to God truth, too. 
How fucked up is that? Really fucked up. But that's America for you. Land of the... I'm just going to start... You know what I started calling uh, Donald Trump to people? The commander in thief. Ooh, clever. You see my quotes on... uh, on Twitter, or do you? Did you block me now so you don't have to see me yelling and having arguments with people? Uh, no, I just don't go on Twitter unless I have something witty to say. Oh, no wonder I never see you on there. No, you don't. <laughs> All right, we ready? Are we gonna? Are we doing Jeopardy right now? Yeah, well, yeah, let's do it. All Why right. not? Let me plug her in. I can't leave this thing fucking plugged in. I know that she's listening. Well, this is going to be easy. You should have your lawyers ask Google people if they're fucking listening to people's conversations randomly. Because would they have to tell you if they're under oath? Uh, I mean, it kind of was proven, though, right? They admitted that they were listening to people randomly. They had, like, whole rooms full of people, right, that were listening to people do Alexa. Everybody with a thing does it. Alexa does Alexa's not Google, though, but Alexa does it. Google does it. So fucking crazy. You know what I mean? That they, they just have access to everything at all times. All right. Alexa. Tell Rufus that he's a sexy, handsome beast. Ooh, speak to me. Oh, I don't know that. Mm-hmm. Rejection. <laughs> all right, Rufus, let's drink this shit. Cheers up, buddy. Welcome back to the show. Thank you. Make sure I got Good to be back. Good, Good to be back. Back, brother. Good to have you back. Dink. Oh, wait, it's thick. Nothing came out. Mm-hmm. Is yours thick? Yeah, super thick. Oh, man. I, <coughs> I sucked it out and it went right to the back of my throat. Yeah, me too. And my lips. <laughs> ah. Whoa, wait a minute. <coughs> That's a little tangier this than looks a... hot. This one's like pretty fucking hot. Yeah, it's a little more than I expected. I'll admit. Oh my god! Maybe we just forgot what it was like. I can feel the burning in my gullet right now. Uh. Okay. I think we got cocky. I think we got so fucking cocky. We're like, this is fucking nothing. Forgetting that basically, it's still fucking scorpion peppers and shit like that. I mean. Even one was hot. Dude, I'm going to lose my voice, I can tell. I think we did. That's hot. That was hot. Oh, my. Okay, number six. Fuck you. Oh, my eyes are watering. <sighs> all right, all right. Relax up. Play Jeopardy. This oh, my God. Jeopardy. All right. Tapering off now. Here is the right. first of Jeopardy, Alex. Uh. Back. That was miserable. Thanks, Johnny, and welcome, Blitz. Jeopardy. Catch up on uh, oh, through the fucking break. Which would you like Take to it play? into the VIP. Uh, this week's clues. Woo! <laughs> Rufus, that fucking shit is hot. Our first Jeopardy category is former world capital. Oh, shit. In 1998, Tsar Nicholas II and his wife Alexandra were laid to rest in this city. What is St. Petersburg? Yes, that's it. Our category is rodent, marsupial or reptile. Is the animal in the clue a rodent? 
a marsupial, or a reptile? Or a rufus. The hamster. Rodent. What is a rodent? Please respond in the form of a question, starting with phrases like, who is, or what? What is a rodent? Yes, that's it. Today's third Jeopardy category is vocabulary. A phrase, increase, or mock, if you do to something you augment. What is praise? What? No, that's incorrect. The correct response is what is increase. Oh, The first Jeopardy category is mythology. My bad, I knew that. This noisy Norse god had a daughter named Thrud. Repeat the question. Again, the category is mythology. We got it wrong. The Norse god had a daughter named Thrud. Who is Thor? Yes, that's correct. The next Jeopardy category is Americana. Ironically, this symbol of America was cast in London in 1752. What is the Liberty Bell? You're right. Wow. The next category is holidays and observances. It oh, makes it sense that this is Irish American Heritage Month. What is March? <coughs> yes, that's oh, it. Take it's Patty's Day. the library. Seta, a former slave, is haunted by the ghost of her daughter, whom she killed in this Toni Morrison novel. Repeat the question. Again, the category is the library. Seta, a former <clears throat> slave, is haunted by the ghost of her daughter, whom she killed in this Toni Morrison novel. What is the tale of Shaniqua? <laughs> no, the correct response is what is the love? Did you know Your that? Your Jeopardy category is three cheers for cheerleaders. I'd walk the line back to Nashville to see this Oscar winner cheer at her alma mater, Harpeth Hall. Repeat the question. Again, the category is three cheers for cheerleaders. I'd walk the line back to Nashville to see this Oscar winner cheer at her alma mater, Harpeth Hall. I know who it is, but I can't think of her name. Shania Twain. No, that's incorrect. Sorry, bud. The correct response was who is Reese Witherspoon. Oh, my God. The next category is biblical quotes. The Philistines took him and put out his eyes and brought him down to Gaza and bound him with fetters of brass. Repeat the question. Ah. Again, the category is biblical quotes. The Philistines took him and put out his eyes and brought him down to Gaza and bound him with fetters of brass. Who is Job? What? Sorry, the correct response is who is Samson. Ah! Our tenth category is what's for dessert. The name of this dessert is from the French for to blow or to puff. The hot air trapped inside is what makes it rise. Repeat the question. Again, the category is what's for dessert. The name of this dessert is hmm. the French for to blow or to puff. The hot air trapped inside is what makes it rise. What is a profiterol? No, the correct response is what is a souffle. Oh, uh, I was going to say that. Oh, why did you say it? I thought it was a breakfast item. 21st, 1981, the U.S. Senate confirmed her as a justice of the Supreme Court in a 99-0 vote. Who is Ruth Bader Ginsburg? 
No. Sandra Day O'Connor. The correct response is to Sandra Day O'Connor. I'm fucking up real Your quick. Your final category is sports talk. In sewing, it's a paper model of a garment. In football, it's a receiver's route. Uh, repeat the question. Please respond in the form of a question, starting with phrases like, who is or what is. Repeat the question. Again, the category is sports talk. In sewing, it's a paper model of a garment. In football, it's a receiver's route. What is a pattern? Yes. Nice save, Rufus. Nice save. Let's see how you did. Not bad. You scored six out of 12 clues today. We gotta do better. Your score for today puts you in the middle of our ranking. Fuck that. You have all five days to catch up on. Would you like to catch up on those clues? Yes. Here we go. Here we go, bitch. I ain't fucking around. Time to smoke some weed. Our first category is Buddhist temple. The largest religious monument in the world, Angkor Wat, is in this Asian country. What is Indonesia? Thailand? Sorry, the correct response is what is Cambodia? The next category is novel, chapter title. The Shell and the Glasses is a chapter title in this William Golding novel. What is the dumbass that doesn't know the answer to the question? What if that was right? No, that's incorrect. The correct response is what is Lord of the Flies? Oh, shit. The next Jeopardy category is phrase history. If you're given a stern warning, you may have been read this act, a British law passed in 1714. What is the riot act? Yes, that's correct. The fourth category is public television. This show has its roots in the Pittsburgh public television series, The Children's Corner. What is Sesame Street? No, that's incorrect. The correct response was what is Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood? Oh! And this category is Inspiring Women. <clears throat> was the first woman to swim this arm of the Atlantic Ocean. What is the English Channel? You're right. Wow. The next category is the 2019 Forbes Global 2000, a list of the world's largest public companies. This Warren Buffett company tops the investment services section of the Forbes Global 2000. What is Berkshire Hathaway? Excellent. Let's I know them. in the double Jeopardy round. The next category is the Middle Ages. Beginning in 1095, the Catholic Church authorized these military expeditions to expel Muslims from the Holy Land. What are the Crusades? Yes, that's it. Nice. Our next Jeopardy category is Wrap It Up. This retailer founded in Sweden sells gift wrap as part of its venture collection. What is Ikea? Excellent. Our ninth Jeopardy category is around the world. This most populous country in South America produces 30% of the world's soybeans. What is Brazil? Good job. Our tenth Jeopardy category is dangerous colors. This was the U.S. military's most widely used tactical herbicide during the Vietnam War. What is Agent Orange? Good job. Your 11th Jeopardy category is hit music of today. Okay. Camilla Cabello and the Canadian 
topped the charts in 2019 with Sanya Who is Justin Bieber? Ugh. No, the correct response is who is Sean Mendes? Yeah, like Our I last that. category is M, T, promises. The response starts with M and ends with T. The name of this wine grape means little blackbird in French. What is Merlot? Correct. Yeah. Nice job. You got eight right out of 12. Nice. You're in the top 88% of players for all time. Fuck yeah, we are. Do you hear that? Top 88% of all time. Yes. You know what I'm going to tell you something, Rufus? I'm going to let you in a little secret. When I'm sitting around business meetings with people that think they're smarter than me, your first Jeopardy I always think, dude, I can whip your ass in Jeopardy. So that makes me sound like over to this Paris Cathedral, whose name means Our Lady. Uh, repeat the question. Oh, it's Again, the category is off to the landmark. Take your lady over to this Paris cathedral, whose name means Our Lady. What is Notre Dame? Correct. Our what? second Jeopardy category is Newer Neko Candy Hearts. A series of cooking-inspired hearts featured this message that's also a Padma Lakshmi reality show. Oh, what? what is Master Chef? What? That's not it. Kitchen nightmares. What's response with what is top chef? Oh, top Our chef. Our category is cycling. This word goes with ball in reference to a type of joint in the body. What is socket? Yes, that's it. Our fourth Jeopardy category is biopic subject. This Judy is the subject of the 2019 biopic Judy. Who is Judy Garland? Correct. Yeah. Our next nice category one. is military abbreviations. Uh. MRE, meals ready to do this, are a staple of military life. What is eat? Good job. Shit, Our next girl. category is parts <laughs> of speech, defined. This part of speech expresses an act, occurrence, or mode of being. What is a verb? Correct. That's what I would say. Right. Yeah, nice. Nice. Let's move on now to the double Jeopardy round. Fuck you, bitch. Our seventh Jeopardy category is 2020 anniversaries. Mm. February 1st, 2020 is the 100th anniversary of the Canadian cop, known by this one word nickname. What are Mounties? Yes. That's today. That's Our next category is just a sample. Eminem sings for the moment, heavily sampled parts of Dream On by this rock band. Repeat the question. Again, the category is just a sample. Eminem sings for the moment. Heavily sampled parts of Dream On by this rock band. Who is Aerosmith? Good job. Today's ninth category is Russian art and culture. Modern Russian borscht uses these red vegetables as a base for the soup. What are beets? Yes, that's it. The tenth category is Mary, me. She earned her only Oscar nomination for acting in the film Ordinary People. Who is Mary Tyler Moore? Yes, that's correct. The next Jeopardy category is Shakespeare by Night. Falstaff complained, the other night I fell asleep here, behind the heiress, and had my pocket picked in part one of this history. Repeat the question. Again, the category is Shakespeare by Night. 
All staff complained. The other night I fell asleep here, behind the heiress, and had my pocket picked in part one of this history. Who is Julius? What is Julius Caesar? Where were you? Oh, sorry. King the correct Lear. response was what is Henry IV? How we Our last category that. is antonym. The response starts with the letter A. This word is the antonym of go down, like a staircase. What is ascend? Whoop, whoop. Correct. All right. Let's see how you did. We did good, brother. 12 total clues and 10 of them correct. 10? Way to ten. go. You have three days to play from the past week. Should we just keep rolling? On those clues? I gotta go. My bladder's about to pop. One more. One more. You got two there minutes. Three days I can't. I was from this week. Through the last do it. I can't do it. Do it. Yes. We'll pick it up next time. I gotta. I gotta. Three days to catch up on. Would you like I can't to go and come back. I can't. You can. Yes. I'll yes. Get, we'd like to catch up. I'll get captured. I gotta go. What? Oh, you can do you can do six. The first six. category is the 2020 World Almanac. Perhaps unsurprisingly, in 2017, the Silver State had the most reported divorces in the U.S. What is Nevada? Silver. Yes, that's it. The next Jeopardy category is state's big employers. Boeing has nearly 70,000 employees in this state. What is Washington? Excellent. God damn. The category is train of thought. This luxury train service features in the title of an Agatha Christie mystery. What, what is, is the, the Orient Express? In the category is train of thought. Yes, absolutely. This luxury train service features in the title of an Agatha Christie mystery. What is the Orient Express? Yes, that's correct. Smart. Our fourth category is a little alliteration. Mm. This term identifies a mythological being that can change its physical form at will. What is a shapeshifter? You're right. Your fifth Jeopardy category is Monroe. Ooh. James Monroe's presidency occurred during a time described as an era of good deeds. Repeat the question. Again, the category is Monroe. James Monroe's presidency occurred during a time described as an era of good deeds. What are doctrines? What are doctrines? Yes, that's incorrect. The correct response was what are feelings. Oh. Today's sixth category is doctrine. An astrologist specializes in the care of this bodily organ. Repeat the question. Again, the category is doctrine. An astrologist specializes in the care of this bodily organ. What is the head? No. The correct response is what oh, is the kidney? Kidneys. God damn it. The next category called? is synopsis. In Little Women, this youngest March sister is envious of her sisters going out to the theater, so she burns Joe's manuscript. Who is Emma? No, the correct response is who is Amy. Today's eighth category is places. The Henry Ford Museum is located in Dearborn, adjacent to this major Midwest city. What is Detroit? Yes, that's it. Our ninth Jeopardy category is colorful pop culture animals. Emily Elizabeth's love made Clifford, the big red, this animal, 
Growth is of enormous size. What is a dog? Love that yes, book. that's correct. Our category is what's your area? This word for the grounds of a college comes from the Latin for field. What is campus? You're right. Our next Jeopardy category is letter men. This man whose last name starts with S oversee the government in the Spanish Civil War, then led the country for over 30 years. What is Franco? Excellent. Wow. Your next Jeopardy category We're is Petty Rhymes. The response rhymes with Petty. This company was the first to license stock images on the Internet. What is Getty? Yes, that's correct. All right, let's see how you did today. A solid showing today. Nine correct out of 12. Nine? That ain't bad, brother. Good job. We're doing good. Better than your last game. There are two days to catch up on. But I got to go. It's physically impossible. All right, Ruben's got to go. So, all right. All right. All right. Happy Sunday. Happy hour episode. What number is it? 342. Two days to play. 342. We'll catch you next week with the Hypersoft Happy Hour. Tune in. Don't be a jackass. At 350, we're starting season three. Oh, all right. Season three coming soon. Two months. No. All right. We'll catch you, Rufus. Next Saturday. Have a great week. Next Saturday, we're talking nothing but politics in the Trump circus. Yay. It started for some reason. The first category is boots. A style of boots. Derived from Prussian boots, is named for the Duke of this British town. Repeat the question. Again, the category is boots. A style of boots, derived from Prussian boots, is named for the Duke of this British town. What is Wellington? Good job. Holy Your next shit. Jeopardy category is the world of the 1800s. Americans in the East are using horse-drawn wagons, named for this river region in Pennsylvania. Repeat the question. Again, the category is the world of the 1800s. Americans in the East are using horse-drawn wagons, named for this river region in Pennsylvania. What is Erie wagons? No, the correct response is what is Conestoga? Today's third category is stop it. To prohibit contact from certain users on Twitter, simply select this option on their profile. What is block? Yes, that's it. The category is website. This brand owned by Hormel Foods can be found at peanutbutter.com. Repeat the question. Again, the category is website. This brand owned by Hormel Foods can be found at peanutbutter.com. What is Jiffy? That's not it. The correct response is what is Skippy? Ah, Your next category is author last name in common. New Yorker writer Joseph and one-time novelist Margaret share this last name. Repeat the question. Again, the category is author last name in common. New Yorker writer Joseph and one-time novelist Margaret share this last name. Who knows what? Again, the category is author last what? name in common. New Yorker writer Joseph and one-time novelist Margaret share this last name. What is Miller? That's not it. 
The correct response was what is Mitchell? Ah! Our category is big play in the team Super Bowl win. In 1989, Joe Montana passed to John Taylor, who scored a touchdown and a win for this team. Who are the San Francisco 49ers? Correct. All right. Let's move on now to the double jeopardy round. Your category is reboot. Original actors played versions of themselves on the 2019 reboot of this 90s Fox drama. Repeat the question. Again, the category is reboot. Original actors played versions of themselves on the 2019 reboot of this 90s Fox drama. What is Beverly Hills 90210? Correct. Our eighth Jeopardy category is Capital Island. This capital of the United Arab Emirates is on an island in the Persian Gulf. What is Abu Dhabi? Excellent. Our ninth category is That's Politics. In a debate, this Republican presidential candidate noted that his staff had binders full of women. Repeat the question. Again, the category is That's Politics. In a debate, this Republican presidential candidate noted that his staff had binders full of women. Who is Donald Trump? What? No, the correct response is who is Mitt Romney. Your category is why is the only vowel. It's one of the gifts from the three wise men to the Christ child. What is myrrh? Yes, that's correct. The 11th category is medical procedures. This procedure helps the heart restore blood flow through the arteries, often using a balloon. What is a stent? No, that's incorrect. The correct response is what is angioplasty? The last category is who speaketh in the Bible. He said, I have sinned in that I have betrayed the innocent blood. Who is Judas? You're right. All right, let's see how you did today. You got seven right out of 12 ah. today. That's pretty good. You have responded to 89 clues correctly since you began playing Jeopardy. You skipped one day this week. Would you like to catch up on those clues? Yes. We'll see what's in store. Your first Jeopardy category is symbols. The modern peace sign was designed by Gerald Holcomb to symbolize the letters N, B, this disarmament. Repeat the question. Again, the category is symbols. The modern peace sign was designed by Gerald Holcomb to symbolize the letters N, B, this disarmament. What is B? Again, the category is symbols. The modern peace sign was designed by Gerald Holcomb to symbolize the letters N, B, this disarmament. I give up. The correct response was what is nuclear? What? Our next category is percent. This inventor said genius is 1% inspiration and 99% perspiration. Who is Einstein? That's not it. The correct response was who is Thomas Edison. Ah. Today's third category is that. Located on Honshu, 
This tallest mountain of Japan can be seen from Tokyo. What is Mount Fuji? Good job. The fourth Jeopardy category is and. The response includes the word and. Jenna Elfman and Thomas Gibson starred on this ABC sitcom about a couple who got married on their first date. Who is Dharma, Dharma and Greg? Yes, that's it. Your fifth category is footnotes. This notorious Supreme Court justice has said a 2013 dissent defending affirmative action was inspired by a footnote in a 1938 decision. Who is Scalia? No, that's incorrect. The correct response was who is Ruth Bader Ginsburg. No. Our next category is greater than. In 2019, the Best Actor Oscar went to Rami Malek for his work in this biopic. What is Queen? No, that's incorrect. The correct response was what is Bohemian Rhapsody? You know what I meant. That's it for the Jeopardy round. Time now for Double Jeopardy. Our seventh good. Jeopardy category is species names. Canis familiaris is the scientific name for these domesticated animals. What are dogs? You're right. Oh. Today's eighth Jeopardy category is 14-letter words. Sweden has a king, but it also has a government organized by a specific document, making it this kind of monarchy. What is constitutional? Good job. Yeah. Our category is literary festivals. Ireland's Bloomsday Festival celebrates this author and his epic, Ulysses. Who is Homer? No, that's incorrect. The correct response was who is James Joyce. What? Today's 10th category is historic pleas. In this 20th century decade, also when he represented teacher John Scope, Clarence Darrow pled for the future of murderers Leopold and Loeb. Repeat the question. Again, the category is historic pleas. In this 20th century decade, also when he represented teacher John Scope, Clarence Darrow pled for the future of murderers Leopold and Loeb. What are the teens? No, the correct response was what are the 1920s? The 11th Jeopardy category is World Transportation. Beginning with the Colombon route in 1932, this country controls the Autobahn highway system. What is Germany? Yes, that's correct. Your last category is real-life celebrity superheroes. John Krasinski, who played Jim Halpert on this workplace comedy, saved a woman from drowning in Costa Rica. What is the office? Yes. That's correct. Let's see how you did. Not bad. You scored six out of 12 yeah. points today. That puts you at a lifetime total of 89 points correct. You've already played all the clues this week. You must love playing Jeopardy. Please rate our skill today. Come back tomorrow for Sports Jeopardy. See ya. Well, folks, that was the Double Z. Ended up this show 242, the first day of February 2020. And we will catch you next week on the Hypersoft Happy Hour. Check ya. Ain't gonna wreck ya. Thanks for listening to the Hypersoft Happy Hour with Zigzag and Rufus.